Hello, everyone. It's me, Liz. Welcome to the Power of Club podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about the power of your money relationship. Hello, hello, everyone. How are you doing today? I hope you are doing well and taking good care of yourself. Thank you for tuning in on another episode of the Power of Club podcast. Today, we are diving deep into the topic of finance, specifically our relationship with money and how to be money smart. And just a disclaimer before we get started, I am no financial advisor, so everything discussed in this episode is just my opinion. Please keep this in mind. All right, let's get started. As you may know, the current state of our economy is very shaky. But with that being said, there's nothing to be afraid of because today we are going to talk about how to be money smart and to understand the importance of your relationship with money. I know many of my listeners are young adults, and because of our age, it's actually very advantageous for us to be in a recession. I know that sounds kind of strange, but. When you're young, most likely you don't have an abundance of wealth that you need to worry about or a vast investment portfolio. And because you don't have as much wealth as, let's say, someone who's in their 30s, 40s, or 50 who has been working and who has lots of investments out in the market, this is actually the perfect time for you to use as leverage to get ahead, to learn a new skill, and to make money. At this young age, Time works in our favor. We get the time to learn new skill, to fail a few times, and to play around a little bit to see what we're good at and what we like. So, although the economy, the state of the world, is not necessarily at its full potential, at its best peak, we can use that as a leverage to elevate ourselves. But before we do anything, we have to understand our relationship with our money. And so, for the next question that I'm going to ask, I want you guys to be very honest about your answer. Are you a spender or a saver? Answer honestly, because honesty is going to help you realize what you need to change with your relationship with money and how you can improve. So, money views and money relationships are learned. If you answer spender, then most likely that your parents were spenders as well, and they never operated with a budget. And if your answer was saver, then most likely your parents were savers as well, and they understood the importance of saving and made wise decisions with their money. Now, I do want to mention that saving is not always good. There are two different types of savers. The first type is savers who are more so investors. They are sensitive to investing in the market. They are knowledgeable and wise about how money works, and they use that as leverage to make more money. However, on the other side, there are people who save too much. And what I mean by that is that they have a scarcity mindset. They save and save and save, but they don't do anything with that money. It is just sitting there, doing nothing, and losing value as inflation occurs. So being a saver is not always a good thing when you have a scarcity mindset and believe that money and wealth is not abundant. That is a problem when it comes to building a healthy money relationship. Our goal here is to build a healthy relationship with our money, knowing when to save, when to spend, and when to invest. I want to share a quote with you guys from the book *The Millionaire Next Door*. Seeds are a lot like dollars. You can eat the seeds or sow them. But when you will see what seeds turn into, ten foot high corn, you don't want to waste them. Consume them or plant them. So the thing about spending money is that it feels good. It's that instant gratification, and it's nice to get what you want. But like this quote said, 
we can either consume them or plant them. And when we do plant them, a lot of times that's put into a savings account and then invest into something. It grows into a 10-foot high corn. Your money eventually begins to make you money. And if you want to plant these investments, you have to have money. So where does that money come from? It comes from the habit of saving. I know spending can be very fun, but saving is actually so much more fun. I think saving is actually a huge power move. That is going to be today's sticky note reminder. Saving money is a power move. It is very, very easy to spend, but it's not as easy to save because there are so many temptations that are around us and there are probably so many wants that you want to purchase and you want to enjoy. And also, especially when you see everyone around you spending money and having that being extremely overblown on social media, we are just so exposed to the habits of spending. But the truth is that spending doesn't actually bring as much joy as saving does. I personally love saving because it's really, really nice and fun to see my net worth grow and to learn about how I can better invest my money. It's a really cool game to be financially smart and to create your own financial journey. And I say that saving money is a power move because saving money practices delayed gratification. And we all know as human beings, we enjoy that instant gratification, that instant pleasure. It feels great to receive your desires, doesn't it? But just because something feels great doesn't mean that it's actually good for us. So in this instance of money, yes, it feels great to buy that pair of shoes that you wanted for so long. But is it actually good for you to spend hundreds of dollars on that pair of shoes that's not going to last you more than three years all because of a trend that you wanted to follow? And I want to be honest and blunt with you guys here because money is a serious topic and I do not want to sugarcoat anything about money. Being wise with your money and how you spend it creates lots of freedom and decreases stress. It is always better to have money rather than to spend it. That is such an easy concept to understand. Yet temptation is always there and it causes people to spend money when they don't really need to. So that leads into my next point of understanding your wants versus your needs. So there's a huge difference between the two, but a lot of times we get the line mixed up and blurred in the middle. A want is something that you desire, that you would like to have, that you think would be nice to have, and it would be cool to wear, to hold, to drive, to possess. And when it comes to need, it's something that you need to get your work done, to survive, to be productive, to exist, to whatever the reason may be. You have to have it or else you can't do X, Y, and Z. A lot of times we don't understand or we can't see the difference between our needs and wants. A lot of times we don't need what we want. And especially now, like I see it a lot on TikTok. It's like very, uh, these like very materialistic videos of just like excessive purchasing of everything like Target run for today and just buying so many things. And maybe that person, yeah, really did need it. I don't know. But if I were the person or if I were in Target, I would not go to Target if I didn't need anything. Like, I don't go to Target often. I don't go shopping often. I don't need much. Like, I'm a very simple person. I don't have a lot of wants. I don't even have a lot of needs. I just need my computer, a bed, some clothes, and I'm chilling. Like, I'm really fine with not having much. And I think it's because of this mindset of, like, I like having my money and, like, using that to invest in my future self and to live a very comfortable life i don't need anything else for me to feel good about myself i'm very happy and i feel good about knowing that i have freedom because i have saved my money instead of spending it also another thing that a lot of times people may not consider is this thing called lifestyle inflation so what that means is that as your income and salary increases the cost of your lifestyle increases 
So let's say before you are making only 40k in a year. So you're very frugal, very conscious about saving your money because you did not have much. 40k you cannot survive in LA whatsoever. And then suddenly, you know, next few years, you start making over six figures, and like, man, that feels great. And so you start purchasing fancy things, luxury items, getting a really nice car. And yes, looks like you have a very great life, and it feels good to finally enjoy the luxury of a high income. But if you think about it, you're not any wealthier than you were before when you were making 40k. Yes, your lifestyle seems to be better, but you don't have more money in your savings, in your investments, in your pockets. Like you don't have more than what you started with. That's something to be aware of. Like it's just like being very money smart with your money and like understanding that there is lifestyle inflation. Like just because you make more money doesn't mean that you should spend more money. That's not how it goes. Like especially in the book The Millionaire Next Door, which I read recently, it really talks about this concept of lifestyle inflation. In this book, the authors talk about how a millionaire is someone who operates their household like a productive business. To live a good life, to live a life that's comfortable, that is in your own definition of wealthy and safe and free, you have to operate your household like a productive business. Like if you were to own a business, you wouldn't just make any expenses without thinking because you wanted it. You would think about the cost of operating this business, the cost of everything that goes into it. Like you would think about what this business really, really needs, not what this business really, really wants. And so with this in mind, like start operating yourself, your family, your household, whatever it may be, as a business. Like, you yourself, you're a business, and you need to be wise about how you spend your money. Like, any company that does not take in consideration of, like, their expenses and expenditures and whatever, and just spend recklessly because they wanted to, they're gonna go down. And so that correlates to how we operate as people, like, with our personal finances. If you spend like there's no tomorrow and you don't think about the unnecessary costs that you're you're creating to operate as a person you're going to live a very financially hard life in the future and it's a good thing again that we're so young right now because we have the chance to make a few mistakes but as we get older that margin of mistakes that margin of error that we can make decreases so it's better to start now than to start later and just from my own personal observation of people who are wealthy, whether I know them personally, have spoken to them, or just observe from a distance, they all have one thing in common, and it's that they don't care to look wealthy. Referencing back to the book, The Millionaire Next Door, let me share with you guys the concept of prodigious accumulator of wealth versus under accumulator of wealth. In the book, the authors call them paws and owls, so let's refer to them as that here as well. So the difference between the two is that Paws are truly wealthy people who are very smart about their relationship with money and they have very close-knit relationships with very important key professionals such as attorneys, such as accountants. They know when to spend their money and they know when not to spend money because they don't need to indulge in their wants. While on the other hand, owls are very high consumption driven. They live a very excessive consumption lifestyle and they are just on this perpetual earn and consume treadmill. They don't actually have wealth within their hands. And there's a huge difference between the two, and I want to talk to you guys about them here. So when it comes to pause, they love, love working, and that's why they do it. And that's why I've noticed in wealthy people, like truly wealthy people that I've observed or just talked to personally, they love working. They are so obsessed with what they do. And the monetary gains, it's like 
a benefit to them. It's nice. It's a little side reward to them, but that's not what they're focused on. They love to work and they love what they do and to bring value to whoever is receiving. But on the other hand are the owls, the under accumulators of wealth. And they work because they need to support their conspicuous consumption habits. And personally, that sounds extremely tiring, like having to work because you have to support this high expense lifestyle that's, that you created for yourself due to lifestyle inflation. I cannot imagine that type of stress that a person may feel. And I'm saying all of this not to judge anyone or to criticize anyone or to point fingers. I'm just laying out the truth between the differences of paws and owls and truly understanding the importance and value of saving and being smart with your money. Like that's what this conversation is about. And so I hope that you guys are listening with open ears and know that I'm not judging anyone. There's always a learning curve to anything. And so if maybe right now you do categorize with someone who is a little more of a spender than a saver, then it's okay. There's a learning curve to it. Like I said, you can start now by being more money-wise and setting a budget and keeping track of your expenses and learning more about your finances and how to invest in the economy. I highly recommend you guys to take at least one macroeconomics class. It's going to help you so much in just understanding how the economy works. Understanding econ is the understanding of the financial world, the understanding of history, um, politics, you know, geopolitics, all those things. Like when you understand econ, you understand how the world works because the state of the world is determined by the economy. So take some econ classes if you're in college. And if you're not, it's okay. Read some books. Highly recommend just like understanding econ a little bit more. Before we end the episode today, I want to share some more characteristics of pause for us to learn from because why not? These people are great at accumulating wealth and they're very smart with how they handle money. So first things first is that Paws live well below their means. Remember guys, lifestyle inflation, just because you earn more doesn't mean that you should spend more. Second is that they allocate their time, energy, and money efficiently. Third, they believe that financial independence is more important than displaying high social standards. Four is that they are proficient in targeting market opportunities. So again, going back to like, Understanding econ, you know, learning about investing, understanding your finances, and also like knowing how to use like strategies to find opportunities and just like learn new skills in that sense. Like especially since we're so young right now, like learn some skills. And that leads into our last point of like they choose the right occupation. So I know people always talk about like chase your passion, chase your dreams, like do what makes you happy. And yes, that is true. And I believe that too. Like you have to do what makes you happy. But just because something's your passion doesn't mean that you should turn it into your career or your occupation. So let's say for me, like, I really, really, really enjoy sketching. Like, I love sketching. I love art. I love anything that has to do with something with my hands painting a piece of work. But I know that's not the right occupation to pursue. So for me, I decided to pursue finance. I studied econ in college. So for me, it made sense like, okay, I'm going to pursue something in business and finance and accounting because I understand this area and I really, really like it. So although I enjoy art, I am pursuing something in the realm of finance and accounting because that's a good occupation to choose. And I also love it. So, you know, it's a win-win situation for me. But yeah, pause. They are just overall very good at decision making and being wise with what they choose to pursue in their life and how to spend and save their money. So with all this being said, I hope you guys learned something about just the importance of your money relationship and your money views. Saving is 
a really, really awesome power move. It's actually so much better than spending money. Like, spending money is very easy. Anyone can spend money. The hard thing is saving money. It requires discipline. It requires a strong will not to cave into peer pressure, and it requires someone to know exactly what they want for themselves. And a lot of times, people don't know what they want from themselves. But if you do, that is an advantage for you because you can use that confidence and that certainty of yours as leverage to get ahead and to excel in the current state that we're in. All right, guys, that is all for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this talk about money and finance-related things, and I hope in some ways that it motivates you to start your savings game because it's really fun to play this like game of like saving and becoming financially wise and independent and just understanding everything about finance and the economy and all those things. It's really really fun, and it's just so fascinating to see the goodness that money can do for humanity. All right, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Stay curious. Be interested. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you guys very soon. Bye bye.